Well, folks, before I break into an obnoxiously loud all right, folks, to get this show started, let me just go ahead and remind you that the Brindley Dumb Show is brought to you by Postmates. From an early morning breakfast burrito to a bottle of wine after work, sometimes you just need what you need delivered fast. That's where Postmates come in. Now, promo code BRO. Bible, that's Bro Bible, B R O B I B L E, no space, Bro Bible, gets you $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. That's promo code Bro Bible for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days postmate debt. Hi, folks! Coming to you live somewhat. We do this here on the Burnley Dumb Show Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday. Corona has kept us in our homes. What it has not done is stopped the Brilliantly Dumb Show. The show goes on here on the Brilliantly Dumb Show. That's why behind the glass, back to old times, you're looking at Grace Ibrahim, I'm Big Game Bob. We're ready to rock and roll here. Hope you guys are. Again, back to our roots here. We're back on the old mic. Studio is shut down. Everything's shut down, but we gotta keep rolling. We gotta keep chugging along. It's a scary time here in the States. In the world, really. Can't deny it, but we gotta keep Firing forward. Here we are, episode 45 now, I believe. We're going to jump right on into our sports bit, even though there is no sports. Here we go, Grace Ibrahim. So the news that shocked the world the other day definitely shocked me, but what it did do was kind of give us something to talk about in the sports world with the coronavirus going on right now. There's really nothing going on. Bombshell report, Tom Brady has decided to leave the New England Patriots and go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I can't, Folks, I can't tell you the last time I was this shocked over a free agency signing. I, I, I tried to wrap it around my head the best that I could. I think it's got to be for money. It's got to be. The t- I said, Tom, the, this is not the, the 03 Tampa Bay Buccaneers where you could just hand the rock off to Mike Olstott for six yards of carry. It's not. Those days are long gone. Tampa Bay? What, you know, and, and for the for the people in Tampa Bay listening to the Burnley Dump Show right now, I apologize, but what is there to do in Tampa Bay? Tom Brady had New England by the balls. All the clam chowder you can imagine. Unlimited eight-ounce lobster tails. I just don't get it. Could you imagine Tom Brady having to tell his family, Giselle, the supermodel that she is, his kids, pack-up kids were going to Tampa Bay. Even his kid, I think his kid's like 12 years old, got to be like, Dad, what the fuck are you on? I mean, like Patrick Mahomes has Kansas City. There's something, you go for the baby back ribs. It's a staple. 
Even Seattle, the weather sucks, but you have coffee. Damn good coffee. You go to New York, you come for the Taylor ham, egg, and cheese bagels. Tampa Bay, what what is he going to go on an Everglades alligator tour every five days? You think you think Giselle wants to go see alligators during her day? 90 degrees sun, sun just beaming on you on one of those fan boats? I, I, I mean, there's no restaurants, there's no food Tampa Bay is known for. They certainly aren't known for their football, I'll tell you that much. Could you imagine Tom Brady goes to his first restaurant in Tampa Bay? Waiter comes over to Giselle and the kids. How are you, uh, Mr. and Miss Brady? I just wanted to welcome you to Tampa Bay by giving you some complimentary alligator bites. They're fried. I recommend using that hollandaise dipping sauce we got there. You think Giselle Brady's going to be chomping down on alligator bites? little starter sample before she goes to her quinoa salad? I mean, I, I just... Tom Brady to Tampa Bay, I just can't wrap my head around this. Even the season ticket holders of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, for what, you know, how many of them are left, they're like, all right, fuck, I guess we gotta go to the games now. See you Sunday. Shit. I mean, I I just, I I can't believe it. Of course he's gonna, you know, fire up the entire city and, and get, hopefully get football back on the map for Tampa Bay. But my lord, did that shock me. And I, I gotta tell you, Grace, there was nobody more excited to get this Tom Brady news than Scott Van Pelt and ESPN. With no sports going on, these guys just have nothing to talk about. And I feel for them. I mean, it, it, it sucks. I've been watching ESPN just to see what they're going to come up with. Do you just throw some ESPN The Ocho games on there? professional ping pong on there i mean they're a sports network with no sports to talk about i mean you got to see scott van pelt on the late night show it's like anything they could possibly talk about was already talked about throughout the day and then van pelt comes in for the night show and he's got absolutely nothing i mean he's got this big glamorous studio he's got all the right tools cameras All the tools he needs to produce a quality show, but without any sports. It's like a chef showing up to work to a big-ass new kitchen, stainless steel, just premium cutlery, big-ass oven, knives that look like samurai swords, but he doesn't have any food to cook. He's got a kitchen, just no food. So what does that chef do all day? Does he just throw some olive oil on top of the stove and watch it pop off a little bit all day just to keep himself entertained? I mean, ESPN doesn't know what to do right now. I don't know what to do with myself right now. You know, it's like a barber showing up to work. He's got all the clippers, all the tools he needs. But the guy that comes in and sits in his chair doesn't have any hair. The customer's bald. What do you do? I don't know, Grace. What I do know, though, Grace, it's time to keep this show moving on. Grace, as you know, with everything going on right now, I I got nothing to do. I mean, you're just trying to scratch and claw to find something to keep you occupied for an hour or two. 
So you know what I did, actually? I was with Joey Coldcuts, good friend of the pod. I said, let's just go out and let's, whatever's open, let's just go in. What, whatever it may be, let's just go in somewhere. So we ended up at a psychic. And you know what I was thinking about psychics, Grace? You want to know? I'll tell you what I was thinking about psychics, Grace. Every city or every street, every town has a psychic. It's a store. It just says psychic on the top. There's curtains around it. You don't know what's in there. You never see anybody go in. You never see anybody go out. I've crossed millions of these things in my day. Not once have I ever seen somebody going in or out of a psychic. You just don't see it. And I wonder, is it something that you can yelp? Are there psych recommendations? Do you have a, you know, particular psychic that you like to go to? It's not like you talk to somebody at their local bagel shop and you're saying, oh, geez, you gotta see Monica over on Santa Monica Boulevard there. Phenomenal psychic. She told me my grandmother was going to die in two weeks, and she did. Really? Yes. Highly recommend Monica. So I was kind of happy that we ended up at one of these things because I just always wondered what was in those doors. You know, these things never seem to go out of business. There's no help wanted signs out there. You never see, you know, the wooden panels around it because it's shutting down. You just never see it. They're always in business. It's a thriving business that nobody talks about. Is it mob-affiliated, Grace? Am I going to walk into one of these things and Joe Pesci's going to be standing in there? You just don't know. There's a lot of uncertainties to psychics. You, Hey, you play your cards right. You may walk in and out of there with the blowjob. I don't know what these things are. So we walk in, okay, there's an additional curtain in the back of the store where this girl Sandra comes out of. Sandra's eating a bag of Doritos. I shit you not. Now, I don't know if this is because the virus is going on and she doesn't have business, but imagine going to somebody to tell you what the next 20 years of your life is going to look like. And she's got Dorito crumbs around the circumference of her finger. So I'm going to find out where I'm going to be 20 years from now from a lady with Doritos on her hand. She's halfway down a bag of chips. Not what I intended on my psychic to look like. So I get talking to Sandra. I start picking her brain a little bit. She asked me if I wanted the full treatment or a half session. So I said, Sandra, um, I'm sorry, I'm a first timer here. The half treatment, what does that get me? What are you just gonna tell me what I have for breakfast tomorrow? Do I only get like a week in advance? Can you tell me who wins week one of the jet game or is do I gotta get the full for that? Is there a three quarters treatment where I could get to week five of the NFL season, maybe lock in a few bets by the time I'm out of here? Or the do the Dorito fingers only take me to week two? You let me know. This is your show here, Sandra. 
Meanwhile, Cold Cuts is in the back just like, oh, Jesus Christ, we got to get the fuck out of there. I wanted to pick her brain a little bit. I was I was discovering something that I've always had a question about. So I end up saying, look, Sandra, I actually can't do any treatment at all today. But what do you have available for next week? She goes to her appointment book. She was fully booked. Hold on, folks. Do not go anywhere just yet. I know I'm not going anywhere. Grace Ibrahim definitely isn't going anywhere either. We just have to interrupt this show to let you know that the Brilliantly Dumb Show is brought to you by Postmates. Postmates does anything and everything, but Postmates doesn't just deliver your standard burgers and sushi. They make my life easier. You could send these guys to grocery stores. I've seen a couple at the Staples Center. If you like the Staples Center Cracker Jacks, send your Postmates delivery guide to Section 116 for some Cracker Jacks. They do everything, and now for a limited time, Postmates has given you listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days if you type in promo code BROBIBLE. One word, B-R-O-B-I-B-L-E. That's code BROBIBLE for $100 of free delivery credit. No minimum purchase. Anything you need, anytime you need it. Postmate it. Moving on. Sandra the Psychic, during the coronavirus, was fully booked a week in advance. Broadway shows don't book a week in advance. I couldn't get a day. Who the hell is walking into these places at whichever hour of the day and going to a psychic? People go to these things, Grace. Now, here's the best part. As I'm getting ready to walk out, Sandra goes, here, take a dum-dum. Like I was at a Supercuts haircut. I just got a two-fade at Supercuts. I'm walking out with a couple dum-dums. You know? Imagine if your future just looks so shitty and Sandra's got to break it down to you. That everything's just going to collapse. You're going to lose your home. You're going to lose your job. But here, here, take a grape-flavored dum-dum. Compliments of Sandra's psyche. Blew me the fuck away. I took three dum-dums, and I can't see her next week. I'm not sure if I'll see her again, but I had to discover this. So with the whole corona thing going on, if you run out of Netflix shows, whatever it may be, go see Sandra the Psychic. Anywho, we are moving on. I tell you, Chris, you know what really bothers me? I want to talk about fajitas. While we're on the subject, fajitas bother the shit out of me. I was out the other day at a nice Mexican restaurant. Five of us, everybody's having a good time. You know sometimes where you're having so much fun, where you kind of stop and sit back and think in your head, wow, we're really having a lot of fun right now? That's the night we were having at this joint called Don Antonio's in L.A. It's a really good Mexican spot. For anybody who cares about Spencer Pratt of the Hills anymore, he used to go to this place in the Hills all the time when they were running that show. Half the menu's named after him. Kind of loses its flavor after the fifth item is named after him. But anyway, we're all having a good time. Drinks are flowing. Everybody's enjoying themselves. And then some jackass has to order the fajitas. 
And the thing with Fajita's Grace is it totally disrupts the flow to the entire restaurant. Because when the fajitas come out, everybody just stops what they're doing. At that moment, when those things are coming out, everybody stops eating, everybody stops drinking. The entire restaurant is put on hold for whosoever fajitas they're going to. The server brings them by. Everybody's oohing and eyeing. It's sizzling. First off, why are we oohing and eyeing? It's the 10th order of fajitas we've had. We should have stopped the oohing and eyeing after the 3rd or 4th order. But it just totally disrupts the flow. I'm surprised the fire alarm doesn't go off with the way these things come out. And it makes you think in the back, in the kitchen... If we as diners and customers are interrupted by an order of fajitas, you gotta think the chef's in the back are too. Is the chef back there really focusing on my burrito when there's this big thing of fajitas steaming up the whole place? Can he even see my burrito with that order of fajitas? And then the spotlight initially goes on the person who ordered it. Because at first, you don't know if they're coming out to sing happy birthday. It's like one of those fucking fire sprinklers that come out of a cake. You don't know what it is. It's like, yes, yeah, I'll have the chicken with a side of steam. Hold the sauna, please. And the whole restaurant, you can't even see shit. The whole restaurant just turns into fog. You gotta wait like three to four minutes before you could look down at your own plate again. It just disrupts everything. You know, I I think as a society, we should kind of all just come to an understanding that A, you just don't put fajitas on the menu, or B, you just don't order them. And if you are going to have them on the menu, then everybody should order the fajitas. Every table should have at least one order of fajitas so that they're not disrupted. So we had a good rhythm going on as soon as those things came out. We forgot what we were talking about. It wasn't nearly as funny anymore. The conversation wasn't nearly as good. All because a little plate of fajitas. That, Grace Ibrahim, is my take on fajitas. And in the meantime, we are moving on. Well, Grace Ibrahim, I think it is indeed that time. Probably going to wake up the neighbors here, but that's okay because they need to know that it's time. What time is that, Grace? I will tell you right after a little bit of a drum roll the ass bob segment week after week tuesday after friday tuesday after friday tuesday after friday what do i tell you fine folks i tell you fine folks file in your question submit your dms whatever it may be however you get in touch with big bob preferably dms ask your question for the ass bob segment that's what we have here Asking their question today was Will Howenstein out of Bloomingfield, Indiana. Who's your country it is? Mr. Howenstein, what do you got for me? 
Bob, what are your favorite all-time cereals? That is a beautiful question for the Ask Bob segment, Will. That's what I'm talking about. That's a great Ask Bob segment. It really is. What's my top five favorite cereals? What I'm going to do for you, Will, is give you them least to best. So my top five, one being the top, five being the least, five, four, three, two, one, top five Mount Rushmore of cereals of Big Bob. Here we go. Let's do this dance number five. I'm going to go ahead and give to Frosted Flakes. Now, folks, it's not going to be the best first bite of a cereal you've ever had, but it is a second half cereal. It's one of those cereals that tend to just thrive on the bottom of the bowl, under the milk, rather than above it. Stay the course on the Frosted Flakes. It's a good second half cereal. Also, adds a new flavor and one of the best flavors to your least favorite 2% milk. There are some cereals that just make that milk taste that much better. That's what you get out of Frosted Flakes in the five hole. In the four hole, we're going with tricks. Silly rabbit, tricks are for kids. Bunnies, rabbits are for everybody. Nobody dislikes rabbits. That is the face of tricks yogurt, and they've never let me down. I've never had a bad batch of tricks. Not a bad stale cereal either. If you really want to look at the true ins and outs of cereals, you got to believe that every now and then you drop the ball and forget to close up the box, cereals go stale. Most of those cereals you just throw right in the garbage. Not tricks yogurt. Holds up to the staleness and really kind of corrects you after your mistake. Is there to back you up after a bad mistake of leaving that baby on a counter. I got tricks in the four hole. Do not sleep on tricks yogurt either. I like a brand. I like a cereal that's so good that they know if they give you a whole new product, you're going to like that too. They believe in their cereal over at tricks. Number three, we're going to go ahead and give the nod to Lucky Charms in the three hole. That little Irish bastard gets you every single time. A taste of your childhood that you just refuse to let go. Please, I know some people like to go ahead and just take the marshmallow out. Respect the cereal, folks. Okay? Respect it. Wasn't nuts about them going just to the marshmallow boxes. They did that too just to kind of feed the needs of the people that like the marshmallow. Respect the cereal. Take the original Lucky Charms. That's Charms in the three-hole. Moving over to the two-hole, Reese's Puffs. We said good, folks. We didn't say healthy. Your mom won't be thrilled with it. Your dad won't be thrilled with it. That's okay. You are. You're the one who makes sure that that box of cereal goes in your shopping cart. Consistent, never needed to change anything. Better than a cup of coffee in the morning. Reese's Puffs was always Reese's Puffs, the same product you've been getting 20 years from now. Gotta respect the consistency of Reese's Puffs. They know what they're doing is right, is good, and they've stuck to their roots. That leaves us to number one. Number one, I'm going Raisin Bran. No, I'm just kidding. I probably lost a 1,000 followers if I actually went on with that. This is the Brilliantly Dumb Show, not Good Morning America. We do not like Raisin Bran here on the Brilliantly Dumb Show. Raisin Bran sucks. 
number one, the true number one, we are giving to Captain Crunch. Captain has held the cereal throne for years to come now. Another cereal that moms and dads didn't like. It's like your favorite drug. You just can't stop coming back to it. I've been coming back to the Captain since 1996. Captain Crunch is the real deal. Captain Crunch is the throne. I would love to try and have somebody convince me otherwise. Captain Crunch is the number one cereal in Big Bob's cereal rating. Anywho, to close this sucker down, what I'd like to do is just kind of give you guys a glance of how we're going to work this whole you know, Corona quarantine situation we got going on. Um, we have a couple things already that have been recorded. So what we've been trying to do, and we've trying to, we've been working out the kinks ourselves. This was new too. Since I signed with Bro Bible, we had to really learn the structure of the show, how we were going to do it. You know, we knew there were audio issues. Some I was doing from home. Some what I was doing from the studio. We're working out the kinks, too. We think we finally really figured out our structure. So thank you, folks, for bearing with us through that. We really feel like we got some big-time momentum on. I'm telling you, if you would have told me two months ago when I signed the Bro Bible that our first guests were going to be Bob Mennery, Michael B. Jordan, what should be coming to you guys next week, Forrest Galante of Animal Planet, the Wolf of Wall Street joined us as well. The guy who shot Osama bin Laden, not a guy, bad guy to have on the pot. I would have said you're fucking crazy. But they're not. We're here. We're rocking and rolling. So for what's to come, you have the Michael B. Jordan interview on YouTube Tuesday, which is where we've planned to do our interviews on Tuesday and then do the audio also, as well as the live feed for you on Friday, where it's just me, back to what we do. So you have Michael B. Jordan coming out Tuesday. Studio's closed, so we can't even get into the studio. So we're going to keep pumping out these audio for you folks. We hope you enjoy. We're happy to have you aboard. Again, we are rocking and rolling. The train here keeps moving along on the Brittany Dumb Show. I'm Big Game Bob. That's Gracie Ibrahim. We look forward to seeing you next week, folks. Take care now.